0: You're listening to Lily's Legacy, a podcast series compiled from oral histories and produced as part of a digital exhibition exploring how liberal Judaism has evolved since it was co-founded by British visionary Lily Montague in 1902. This episode explores the theme of mixed faith and conversion. Liberal Judaism welcomes sincere converts to Judaism. Liberal Judaism also recognised the Jewish status of children brought up as Jewish, whether they are of matrilineal or patrilineal descent. Sometimes a person may even discover that they are Jewish and would like to affirm their Jewish identity. In this episode, a number of Liberal Jews discuss their search for acceptance of their Jewish status and their conversion to Judaism. They also share narratives of mixed-faith marriages and the importance of welcoming non-Jewish partners into the community. Often, the acceptance of liberal Jewish congregations is particularly valued if there have been rejections from other branches of Judaism.
1: We have quite a number of Jews by choice and some patrilineal Jews, we have many members who are non-Jewish partners of Jews who are our members we encourage them to come as much as they want to come we don't lean on them in any heavy way to convert some have converted but you know they don't have to and so we try to support everybody to have the kind of Jewish life that they would want and that I really really value about um, the fact that we're a
2: liberal community. You know, we welcome the non Jewish partners to be part of our synagogue. And also, you know, if the, if the Jewish parent is a man, then we would accept him and his children here, which in Rolstadt synagogues they just wouldn't. They wouldn't see the children as Jewish at all. And we've got families you know, where the children have just grown up in the congregation thinking of themselves as Jewish. And that's very much what we believe. <laughs>
1: father's family has no connections with Judaism. Because of my, I think particularly my mother's attitude towards not only her own identity, but her anxiety to secure mine and my brother's safety as she saw it, she didn't get us involved in Jewish community life uh, when we were growing up. In view of this, the rabbi of this Re- reformed synagogue Uh, decided that it probably would not be appropriate to recognise my Jewish status. When the York Liberal Jewish community was set up in 2013-14, I took the opportunity to get involved. It was a community that from its start was defined very much by a wish to include people. So in view of some of the issues that I had experienced, I found that very attractive and and enthusiastically embraced this this project. So when the opportunity came up to join the cohort for the Ba'alai Tefila training program that was starting at the beginning of 2018, I took that opportunity I'm the first person today to graduate from this program.
3: So my father is from Johannesburg, and his kind of lineage came from pogroms in Eastern Europe, Ashkenazi Jews, who then went over to South Africa. So he was third generation South African. I think there's a mixture of Lithuanian, Russian, and Polish, um, but I think predominantly Lithuanian. And then he moved over to London when he was 18 to get away from the apartheid. And my mother is Irish Catholic and attended a Catholic school and then went to university in London and they met in their 30s and had my sisters and I. My mum's grandparents were from Ireland and moved down to Liverpool to work on the docks. So then growing up, we predominantly did kind of Christian, like, cultural rituals, more kind of like most British people would at least would partake in. But also our grandmother was still Catholic, so there was that kind of influence. And because my dad's family lived in South Africa, they were less of an influence on our lives. And my dad didn't have a very good relationship with his Judaism, so he didn't try and teach us about it too much. But our mum really wanted us to connect to it at least a little bit so she took us to synagogue a couple of times like tried to engage us with some family friends who were jewish but i always had quite a weird relationship with it until i was about 14 like i would tell people i was half jewish which i think now knowing what i know and being in the place that i'm in is such a sad thing that i would have even said to be honest so then when i was 14 a girl that i knew said that she was going on this Jewish summer camp and she asked if I wanted to go because I'd been like, you know, oh, my dad's Jewish, Allah. And I was like, okay, I'll go. And I went and it was LJY. It was just like the most amazing experience. Like I just kind of felt so pleased that I'd sort of experienced all of this and I just got so stuck in and loved the prayer, like really connected with it and just felt like I really connected with all of the people a lot. And I think I feel like I owe a lot to liberal Judaism. Not in the sense of liberal Judaism expects that of me, but just because it's given me so much that I feel kind of a loyalty to it in a way. And it accepted me kind of without question. I mean, I can't imagine if I'd not been accepted, like what my life would be like.
4: I suppose without it, I
3: wouldn't be a member of a shul
5: because no other shul would have accepted me then i probably have had to convert do some kind of conversion so in that way to have been accepted but i think what's different in a way is that i do remember that when even though i felt familiar and i was happy here you know when i was little i was always really nervous oh my mum's not jewish and you know so i can be found out that i'm not really jewish you know so not being quite jewish enough or something and i don't feel that now maybe i'm older obviously but i don't i feel that it feels more open. You know, like I fit here, you know, that I'm accepted here and that I haven't got anything to be ashamed of. So I think it's changed in that way. I think it maybe had that vision of being all-inclusive, but I think it probably really is now. I think it has grown into being, being its vision, being what it wanted to be. Kingston Liberal was the obvious choice because it's probably not the most local one, but obviously I was aware that liberal Judaism were very welcoming to patrilineal Jews. And, you know, I wouldn't be kind of rejected and told I wasn't Jewish because my mom wasn't Jewish. And I didn't want to kind of go through that kind of, well, you're not a Jew because your mum's not Jewish sort of thing, because I feel like I am a Jew and I do feel very Jewish and always have done It's not even been a year, it's coming up for a year, and I'm suddenly like incredibly involved. I'm on the council, I do the social media for them, I'm on the choir, you know, I go there probably once or twice a week. I mean, I really have kind of like jumped in with both feet into the community, and it's wonderful because I feel like I'm making up for lost time.
4: My family is a mixed family. My father was Jewish, Sephardic Jewish, and my mum non-Jewish a doctor did uh, the circumcision of my son, I had a son, and uh, indicated me, Kingston Liberal Synagogue, telling me that, that I could do the blessing, uh, the baby naming uh, ceremony here, the blessing, and put me in contact with the rabbi here. I told him about a bit about my story, and he immediately told me, well, well of course you're Jewish. And it really felt good to hear, and i'm still coming as much as i can at a lot of um classes and things i've got a lot to learn and a lot of education to have uh, that i didn't have and that i am the first one to miss it was kind of good to hear that someone was embracing a bit uh, the feeling that i had uh, yeah about my roots so um, it was really more than welcoming i, I felt uh really um part of the family and I was really lucky to find uh, an egg donor for the the conception of my child. For me it was important to find a Jewish egg donor and a Sephardic Jewish egg donor and so that made things really very difficult because uh, actually there was quite a lot of uh, Ashkenazi but not a lot of Sephardic uh, Jewish donors. I often wondered why, why would I do that, why, if it was really important to me, but it was important to me to find a Jewish donor. It gave me the opportunity to read a bit about uh, what the different Jewish movements were thinking about that, and uh, finally what would be a inverted comma or not, or what would define a Jewish child.
2: married Peter. Now, my mother liked Peter as a person. I mean, she, she was from a different generation and a different way of life. And to her, you know, not having the big Jewish wedding and marrying someone who was Jewish was just not on. And she'd never understood me, really. She was very fiery, you know. Everybody loved her, but you had to agree with her. She was that kind of person. So, um, the long and the short of that was she then didn't speak to me for 10 years. So she never saw her grandchildren. We did reconcile with my mother before she died. And when she was in hospital, she asked for Jackie. And the nurse said to um, one of her visitors, you know, who's Jackie? And so they told her. And so in that last nine weeks of her life, I was going to see her. Um, And she did see the grandchildren once. So that was, it was a very Shakespearean, but that was all reconciled. And Peter's been, um, a re- um, his my rock. I mean, little Leon, who's a year old. I call him Little Knadler, <laughs> because he's a little bundle. <laughs> and, uh, and they live almost you know, 10 minutes away in the car. So we, I, we babysit. So he's going to be influenced by his grandma. I, and I consider Ellie and, uh, and Leon universal children. I mean they've got the Tamil background, they've got the Jewish background, they've got the English background and that's the way the world is going to be. And We have to love one another and be tolerant of one another. I do feel a responsibility that we're part of a golden chain and so obviously it has to carry on. But I think it's much more people who want, who want to be Jewish and want to be part of, whether it's a liberal movement or Judaism generally, that it's a matter of welcoming whoever wants to be it, not just say, well, I'm going to be Jewish, that's it. But on the other hand, we all help one another to make it carry on. And we have to give our children choices and and a way for them to develop. And you never know what happens.
3: I think it's really lovely because they're not religious at all, my dad's side of family. There's never a doubt that they would come to the bat mitzvah or even anything important to do with the Havara and um, as well I know friends whose grandparents didn't come, like my friend Lola who's also in the Havara and had a bat mitzvah in January, her grandparents from Hong Kong didn't come to her bat mitzvah because they're not Jewish and they don't believe in that sort of thing which I think is really sad and I don't know, I think my, even though they're not Jewish at all, they're really involved in everything because they're just involved in our lives, which is really nice.
6: When our children were born and, you know, we were going to the synagogue, I just started feeling Jewish. I started feeling... Yeah, I practice, we do Shabbat every week, we go to a synagogue, our children are Jewish. That was quite important to me, actually, because that was one of the things the rabbi said, from a liberal Jewish point of view, your children are Jewish. You're raising them Jewish, your husband's Jewish. That, for me, was just, it was like manna from heaven, you know, it was just like the best thing. I thought, we can be a Jewish family, we can actually be this Jewish family. But what I was left with was, how do I describe myself? If people say are you Jewish what do i say because i'm not on paper jewish i'm living a jewish life my children are jewish my husband's jewish i go to synagogue i feel jewish but i can't say i'm jewish it was ultimately really quite an individual process for me converting i was doing it entirely to kind of to get to the place i wanted to be in relation to my own identity. I think meeting Mark Goldstein and obviously my conversion itself was a real milestone moment. That whole sort of process at that time made me feel I could be the kind of Jewish person that I wanted to be and that we could be the kind of Jewish family that we wanted to be. Um, and I think the next milestone moment was this sort of crisis that, that brought us to kind of to to, to evaluate what being Jewish really meant to us. And for me, it's about choice. It's entirely about choice. So, um, you know, the the strongest reason to be a liberal Jew is to promote the idea of choice without any judgment?
7: I think two things have increased our membership at KLS. One is the gender issue in that women are just as important as the men. And the other is we have mixed couples. We welcome non-Jewish spouses or partners as they are these days um, into our membership. We have a special called an associate membership for spouses who are not Jewish, and that has undoubtedly brought in a lot of members. Um, I would say we've got about 20% of our married couples are mixed. Some convert, some don't. We've got one gentleman who isn't a partner to a Jewish person, but is just interested in Judaism, and so we have a friends category for that. And he takes part in all the social events, and I think he goes to more services than I do. I don't think we should say, someone comes into the shawl and says, I want to become a Jew,
0: and says, right, sign the form. I think there has to be a procedure for their sake, because to become a Jew, you are taking on all the condemnation and damnation of the world around us. I mean, we do need people to realise the enormity of what they're about to take on. But nonetheless, we want them to know that they're welcome. I, I I said to them, when they said we're we're convents, I said, no you're not, you're now a Jew. Forget all that, you're a Jew. I said, you don't have to tell anyone you're a convert. you're a Jew, and that's Mm. that's good enough.
8: And the rabbi at the time said, you know, so what's your story? Sometimes you're here, sometimes you're not. And I said, well, I'm still looking for my community. And Sheila Schulman, said to me, well, that may be part of the problem. In my experience, you don't find communities. You build them. So if you, this isn't what you want, stay here and help me build what it is that you want and need. So I did. And it was through Sheila that I was then encouraged to go on. She let me be uh, the year of my conversion, She was amazing to be able to read from the Torah as my bat mitzvah as an adult. It was superb. And I thought, yes, forever and always. This is where I have to be. And I have been very, very blessed and had the chance to study at Leo Back. And the rest, as they say, is history. A very happy history for me. And really meant a lot. And this community has meant a great deal to me. I decided
9: very definitely to go through the formal conversion process, and I jumped through all the hoops. I don't mean to to be funny, but you know, you know that obviously a quite a process. Clearly, I did demonstrate why I wanted to convert, but more importantly, to demonstrate I understood what I was converting to. But I really think the future is looking rosy, because I think sort of, there's of new generation coming up, and with the sort of the idea of progressive Judaism rather than sort of very hard and fast ideas, and sort of the so many different progressive Jews all coming together without losing
1: their identity. And my contribution to Lily's legacy is that Liberal Judaism has brought nine additional members back to the Jewish faith who may not have been there. Through Liberal Judaism's acceptance of my wife as a proselyte, it brought myself, my wife, our four children and our three grandchildren back to Judaism.
0: I look at my great-grandchildren in synagogue with their mother, with their grandmother, and with their mothers who are not Jewish, but they're all committed, they're all there. And even though they may not be strictly speaking Jewish and they may not be totally committed, It's all there. It's not going to disappear.
7: Being part of a progressive environment and liberal environment means that you have moved with the times. My husband was welcomed with open arms, and in fact he's a director of the company here now. He's never changed his religion, but I think going back all those years, it was how they founded it, and then it's progressed through the years to be a modern... Society that we live in now and accepting of everybody. Some of them are married um, Of people who their husbands or wives have converted, and some are married and their husbands and wives are never converted, but they're all treated equally, and that's something that's probably very much part of Lily's legacy.
6: This podcast
0: series of oral histories is part of the exhibition. Lily's Legacy, Voices and Visions of Liberal Judaism, a project supported by the National Lottery Heritage Fund. It was produced by Mary Lawrence and Lucia Scazzaccio, sound editing and design by Lucia Scazzaccio, and special thanks to all the contributors who agreed to share their stories. For more information about what you've just heard, do visit the exhibition website www.lilieslegacyproject.com